you guys, Hobbinate here, and today we're back with another episode of Life's Opening Radio Rope Break. And today we're going to review the Royal Rumble. Uh, if you can see my finger, the green screen's blocking it out. Um, yeah, we're going to review the Royal Rumble. Uh, and yeah, um, Josh is supposed to join us, but um, he he's in a bit of a mood right now so uh whether he'll join or not is um is kind of uncertain uh so yeah uh, it's gonna be we're gonna have to wait a bit for him if he comes at all um but yeah hopefully he will come eventually and yeah ben would you like to introduce yourself Hello, everybody. How are you all? Um, I'm Ben. Uh, this is a, a big-time review. This is actually one of our more anticipated reviews um, over, the, you know, since the Clash of the Castle review. So this is going to be a very good review, and um, hopefully you all agree with some of our thoughts. Maybe not, but then again, it is what it is. But yes, we are reviewing the Royal Rumble 2023. Yeah, um, and apparently... Ben has brought to my attention that the co-host whom we refuse to mention is still trying to come back. And he said that he's not fat shaming anymore. Uh, Sounds good, alright. Except um, an entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble who we will not yet mention um, except for her. Which is still fat shaming, so he contradicted himself, and so yeah, that's another reason not to bring him back. He hasn't changed at all. If <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben, any thoughts? Oh, I got nothing to say. I got, n- I got nothing new with this. I'm, 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 I be, I may be thrown into the fire, but that don't mean I got anything to do with it. You know, you know. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is episode three of Rope Break. And um, we're going to, without further ado, get on to the Royal Rumble 2023 from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas on the 28th of January, 2023. And... Pat McAfee is back on commentary. He joined Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Um, we li- I like Pat McAfee. He's a decent commentator. Um, he does try to bring life into the matches. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and even if they suck, he, uh, he makes like jokes and then we uh, laugh and stuff. So yeah, um, and now, and I was quite surprised at this. The first match on this card, the Men's Royal Rumble match. And I was like, oh, so we're opening the show with the Men's Rumble. That's interesting. Um, So Gunter, uh, the Intercontinental Champion, came in at number one. And I don't think Josh would have been too happy with that. Um, or if he will be happy about that if he ends up joining. Um, 
and uh, I, I just ate like a potato crunchy or something and I still got pips and little pieces <laughs> in my mouth so uh, I can't help but bite them right. um, but yeah uh, Seamus comes in at number two and apparently it's his birthday so happy birthday Seamus uh, belated late birthday, birthday. yeah belated birthday uh, and we start the match they have a one-two, Seamus and Gunter. Gunter throws a chop. He tries to eliminate Seamus. Seamus hits an Irish curse backbreaker. Tries to eliminate Gunther. And then the Miz, who's still employed, comes in at number three. And he tries How was he number three? Why did he need to be number three? He's one of the least important. What the fuck was the Miz number three? My police explain to me that. One Jesus of the Christ. least important guys in this company. You put him number three. Um, get off get my TV. Here, uh, and, oh, or get cool. off my pay-per-view in this case. What's um, uh, Gunther uh, throws a chop at Miz. Um, Sheamus hits a clubbing blow on Gunther. Gunther does a chop on Miz, another one. And then uh, Kofi Kingston comes in at number four. He goes off on everybody, which is a theme throughout this, um, throughout both of the Rumble matches, the men's and the women's. So the guys come in and they be there. They do kind of like a comeback, um, but it's not a comeback. Uh, you get what I mean if you've seen what a comeback looks like. Um, but yeah, uh, he does a boom drop on Gunther and Miz. And then Johnny Gargano comes in at number five. And he spears Kofi through the ropes, which I like. Then he did a DET on Miz uh, off the ropes. Then Sheamus did 10 beats of the bottom on Miz. He did a bro kick to... Um, 25 to the Miz. Yeah, 25, damn. Uh, then he did a to the Miz, and the Miz got eliminated first. Yeah. By the way, Johnny Gargano, no reaction when he came out. Why? Why did this man have no reaction? Jesus Christ! The man was literally in this Royal Rumble, Johnny Gargano, for about a quarter to an hour. So he should get a pretty good reaction out of this. But other than that, I didn't get it. Quarter to an hour is is fifteen minutes. Did you mean three quarters? Right? Oh yeah, three yeah, three quarters yeah, of an three hour. Quarters of an hour. Yeah, which is a long time. I'll give him that. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Sheamus did a bro kick to eliminate the Miz, and I said, "Good riddance." Good. Get off my pay per view. And then Xavier Woods comes in at number six, and then uh, the New Day does a double team on Gunter. Um, and then Karrion Cross comes in at number seven with uh, his wife Scarlett Bordeaux. Um, and then he came in with a laggy black and white folder. And then he smashed everybody up. And then uh, Gunter and Cross teed off. Then um, Cross and Seamus teed off. Uh, and then Chad Gable, who is still employed, came out at number eight. He looked like a big Joosh! baby. Yep, he did that. <laughs> he's, 
it's shoes, not shoes. I'm like, oh, get, thank you. Get this Fucking man gold. out of the ring and off my pay per view. <laughs> and then, <laughs> finally, was someone serious? Drew McIntyre came in at number nine, um, and um, to, and Sheamus and Drew McIntyre are the banger bros. No, no. <laughs> which, which apparently hey, <laughs> is something uh, crude, which we will not mention. So then, um, no, 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 don't know. <laughs> the no, commentary no. <laughs> made a joke about it. And then, um, <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre did a Claymore kick to eliminate Karrion Cross, And I was kind of struggling because I literally forgot what Drew McIntyre's finish was. I was like, oh, something kick. Uh, uh, no, that's the Future Shock DDT. I, was, I had to Google it. I literally forgot about the Claymore kick. That's how long I, I haven't seen Drew, Drew McIntyre. <coughs> anyway, Drew and Gunter have a one-two exchange. Then uh, Santos Escobar comes in at number 10 with Legado del Fantasma, followed by Angelo Doc. Sorry? Santos got a good spot in this Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's number 10. Thank you. A good, really good spot. Yeah, then followed by Angelo Dawkins at number 11, uh, who is from Why? the Street Profits. Why, uh, he's why was Angelo Dawkins top 15 in this Royal Rumble? Somebody please explain to me why Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford was in this Royal Rumble. Why? Yeah, they're tag Why finna get their ass whooped? <laughs> why finna get their ass whooped? For what? Why is he in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but... Uh, Angelo Dawkins did some nice, did a nice comeback. He always did great comebacks. Uh, he's the most underrated member of the Street Profits, in my opinion. Then Gunter eliminates Woods. Kofi does a double foot stomp. I don't know on who. I didn't write down. Uh, Gunter knocks Kofi onto a chair. Not an elimination. That was actually, I think that might have actually been a botch. Um, it was a botch. And then I'm like, actually oh, was come on. Not this now. Where they have to get him back in the ring because he didn't land on both his feet. Now that's something that actually ticked me off. And I know it would severely tick Josh off. Um, but anyway, and then... Brock Lesnar comes in at number 12 to quite a big pop. Then he throws Suplex City on everybody. <laughs> he eliminated Escobar, Dawkins, and Gable. Good riddance, Gable. Get off my pay-per-view. Then Gunter and Brock stared each other down and my heart was thumping like oh, wow imagine a match between these two oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah he's gonna have to you can't chop brock lesnar he's gonna have to literally maul brock lesnar if he even wants a chance at facing him yeah 
And then Bobby Lashley comes in. And he comes in the ring and spears Brock. He slams Johnny Gargano. Spears Drew McIntyre. Spears Sheamus. Slams Gunter and eliminates Brock Lesnar. And then he's furious. And then Pat McAfee says, That was the upset of the century. And then we go right back to the BS. Baron Corbin and JBL, who are still employed, go to the ring. Uh, Baron Corbin is number 14. Uh, Brock Lesnar beats up Corbin. And then he put his hands on a ref. And then Seth Rollins came in at number 15. He came in the ring and super kicked Corbin and eliminated Corbin. Thank goodness. Get off my pay-per-view. And then Otis, who is also still employed, came in at number 16. Followed by Rey Mysterio, who actually didn't come out um, at number 17. Uh, Seth Rollins eliminated Lashley. Uh, Rey Mysterio, as I said, is nowhere to be found. McAfee actually mentioned the Banger Bros. (laughs) And then Dominic Mysterio, uh, who apparently Ben doesn't like a lot. uh, And he's become... Dominic Mysterio is becoming get-off-my-TV material. I don't know what it is about Dominic Mysterio that is, like, like, you know, stands out to me. I know he's supposed to be some heel. He's a chicken-shit heel. I get that. But... I do not understand why people are liking Dominic Mysterio just because he's a heel. You do realize this guy um, has been wrestling for about three years now, and he's still green as fuck in the ring. And I have another issue as well when we get down the line. Why the fuck did Dominic Mysterio last longer than fucking Bobby Lashley in this battle royal? I want to know. Something right there that pissed me off. Oh. Go ahead. Uh. Um, uh, Dominic Mysterio comes in at number 18, posing as his father. He was in prison, as Ben has mentioned on his roundups. I hope in Fox River. Um, I hope he was in Fox River. Um, yeah, um, if you watch Prison Break, you know it, or you know all about that. Yeah. Next, next person was Elias. Get off my TV, Elias. Get him out. Yeah. I hate Elias now. Yeah. And he was gone in 39 seconds. I actually counted. I timed. I timed him when he entered the ring, and then he and then he got eliminated by Drew McIntyre in 39 seconds. No one gives a flying fuck about Elias. Get this man out of my fucking company. If this man is not unemployed by July, somebody finna get their ass whooped. I don't know oh, who the fuck shit. employs Elias. In this company, get him out. I'm sick Damn. of this man. I hate Elias right now. Get him out. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Then Otis is eliminated. Good riddance, Otis. Get off my pay per view. And then uh, Michael Cole tried to call Dominic a piece of shit, but then the commentators kept stopping him. And then, as you said, uh, Elias, who's still employed, came out. Um, Drew McIntyre. And Sheamus simultaneously hit a claymore and a bro kick. They both elim- eliminated Elias. Good rinse. Get off my pay-per-view. 
And then Finn Balor comes in at number 20. Does a sling, bait, sling blade on Drew McIntyre. Johnny Gargano tried to hit through the rope spear on Dominic. But then Finn intercepted with a drop kick, which I thought was nice. And then Booker T, who is still employed, came in at number 21. Um, he did book in. Booker, Booker, Booker T. Get the fuck off my TV. <laughs> Can you dig it, sucker? <sighs> yeah, get your ass out of the Royal Rumble. You lasted 90 goddamn seconds in this Royal Rumble. Get him up. Yeah. He hits the bookend on Finn Balor. Does the spin a Rooney. And then Cares. Gunter eliminates oh. Booker. Good rins, get off my pay-per-view, and get off my podcast. Um, Damien Priest comes in at number 22 of the Judgment Day. He beat up Drew McIntyre, then the rest of Judgment Day ganged up on Sheamus. And then Montez Ford came in at number 23, uh, who's a t part of a tag team. Priest eliminates uh, il Montez Ford. And then Edge comes in at number 24. And then he speared the Judgment Day. He eliminated Priest and Balor. Um, had a stare down with Seth Rollins. Who he faced at SummerSlam 2021. I like that um, reference. Uh, that was nice. That was a good callback. I like when they... Uh, when they um, show these callbacks to... Uh, these feuds they've had in the past and there's some other instances that I wish they did this but we'll get to that um, then the rest of Judgment Day along with Dominic I guess um, eliminated Edge and then Austin Theory who is the United States Champion came in at number 25 meanwhile Edge is still what? Austin Theory I hate his theme song right now. <laughs> yeah. Generic goddamn theme song I have ever heard in my life. Dun dun. A town down. Dun 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 dun. dun. Horrible. Age's theme song. <laughs> Expeditious. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The longing for the days of Jim Johnston, who actually made. Put effort into these guys' theme songs. Even if they were complete jobbers and get off my TV, guys. You still try to make them have good songs. Even Baron Corbin used to have a great theme song. Then they kept changing it and yeah. <sighs> um... As I said, meanwhile, Edge is still finding the Judgment Day on the outside. Theory was minding his own business. And then Rhea Ripley jumped Edge. And then Beth Phoenix came out and laid out Rhea Ripley. Then uh, we're back in the ring. And then Omos with MVP, who's still employed, came out. And then uh, Pat McAfee actually said shit on the air. Um, and almost laid everybody out. Gunter did chops on almost, almost choke slammed him, and then Braun Strowman, who is also still employed, 
came in at number 27. He had a 1-2 with Omos. Strowman eliminated Omos. Good riddance. Get off my TV. Get off my pay-per-view, Omos. We just need Strowman eliminated as well. And then Ricochet came out at number 8. Then the Banger Bros did the 10 beats of the Bodron. Um, what's this? I can't get it off. Um, Sheamus did a kick on Gunter. Gunter eliminated both the Banger Bros. And then Logan Paul came in at number 29. Like, what the flip, man? Why? Why Logan okay. Paul? Uh, I have gosh. a qu Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hold on, hold on. This is where I mostly am about to go on probably one of the biggest rants of all oh, time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Logan fucking Paul, number 29. I want to know backstage, who decision was this? Was this Triple H's decision? Was this William Regal's decision? Who the fuck had Logan Paul at number 29? Why was Logan Paul in this fucking match? And why was he in the final eight of the Royal Rumble? Who the fuck made that goddamn decision? Somebody finna get their ass whooped. I'm finna raise a lot of hell around here because there's no goddamn way Logan Paul should be number 29 in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Ben Charles is finna kick their ass. Whoever had Logan Paul number 29. Uh, and I guess we'll just wait for Josh to turn his um, camera on. Meanwhile, uh, we... Uh, everybody gangs up on Logan Paul. Um, and then this niggas went and stole Hangman's buckshot lariat. The flip over lariat. And I'm like, why? Uh, and then uh, Cody Rhodes <laughs> came out at number 30 and gets crickets. Because uh, uh, everybody knew he was coming. So, of course, he got crickets when he came out. He eliminated Dominic Mysterio. Cody and Ricochet eliminated Strowman. Good riddance. Get off my pay-per-view. Get off my TV. Um, and then Theory eliminated Ricochet. And then Cody eliminated Theory. <coughs> um, Seth and Cody and Gunter faced off. Seth hit a pedigree on Gunter. And then Cody hit a pedigree on Gunter. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes faced off. And then Logan Paul was still in the match. He's still not eliminated. Then he eliminated Seth Rollins. And now they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. And why? Why must Seth Rollins be dragged into this? Well, uh, such a talent like. Seth Rollins must now sit and wrestle Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Why can't they bring back Bad Bunny and have him fight Logan Paul like the other co-host's dad mentioned? Um, that would have been a great idea. But instead, we get Seth Rollins versus <coughs> Logan Paul at WrestleMania. 
Because uh, remember, Logan Paul brings in uh, apparently a, a lot of new viewers. Apparently, does Logan Paul? Yeah. What a bunch right. of fucking garbage. Yeah, Whoever thinks that right. way, you need to stop watching wrestling. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> BS. Ah. All right then. Um. Hello, Josh. Uh, on this fine. Friday evening, or for Ben, Friday afternoon. Um, we are busy reviewing uh, the Men's Royal Rumble, and I guess we'll ask you um, your thoughts when we're done. We're just going to finish up real quick. Uh, and then um, Gunter and Cody are the final two in this match. They have a one-two exchange. Gunter did a superplex. They replayed that spot. Cody did a cutter. Tried to eliminate Gunter. Did a knee to the balls. Cole's, Michael Cole says Gunter has taken so many wo men with that power bomb, and I kind of that was kind of funny because that would be a red flag if he took out many women with a power bomb. Power bombing his his girlfriend and everybody through the table. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, <coughs> probably best not to mentioned domestic violence right now um so yeah um gunter did a chop in midair cody hit a cro crossroads and eliminated gunter for the win the win <laughs> i'm sorry if i uh may if i was racist to asians there i said when i said rin um or um now i'm just talking complete bullshit um, and then Cody Rhodes is going to WrestleMania. Um, wrestling 9, Logic 7. Um, Josh, would you like to introduce yourself and give your thoughts on this match? Or should Ben do first? We await your response. Hello. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Uh this was a very fascinating rumble, I will say. Um, of course, my name is uh, already been said. Um, I host, as you can see on the on the uh, t-shirt. I'm hoping. <laughs> yes. Uh, life's open. Uh, life's opening radio, uh, which is very on edge at the moment but uh i can i'll hopefully get it back on track sooner than later um yes now this rumble um based on what i heard over the past five or so minutes uh you you guys haven't really appreciated it that much i got um, I, um I, no, no, no. it's just a certain thing that happened that we didn't like that, uh, it's the booking, Josh. It, it's not. It, it's not the entire Royal it's Rumble. The, ma it's the, the match was good, but it was some of the right. booking and the people in it that so many complete just cock wrestlers, um, which is um, Afrikaans for shit. Um, so yeah. Um, oh, by the way, can I mention something as well? Mike Rome introduced the Royal Rumble. Oh. Why is Mike Rome still employed? Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, Josh's enemy, uh, Mike Rome. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> One day, okay. oh, Josh is gonna, he's gonna kick Mike Rome's ass. Give him a Texas size ass kicking. Well, I've already, do- I've, I've already done that in the uh, video game. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. I, I, I also have a problem with, um, like, some of the guys in this Royal Rumble. I'm not saying they didn't deserve it. It's just the way they were placed. For instance, Xavier Woods was number six. Somebody please explain to me what the fuck did Xavier Woods do to get a number six spot in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Nothing. He won a match on, on SmackDown. No, he has not won a match. No. So, here are all the guys who are former champions, right? Miz, Kofi, um, Drew McIntyre, I get that. I get they want to meet, like, legitimacy. But tag team wrestlers in this, and, you know, they had Booker T in this. Uh, it, it was stupid. They had the following. The following. I'm going to name all these people. By the way, still employed, all of them. Yeah. Xavier Woods. Still employed. Still employed. Chad Gable. Still, still employed. employed. Otis. Baron Corbin, still employed. Baron Corbin, still employed. Otis, still employed. Otis, Elias, still Elias, still Booker T, still Omos, still employed. Ron Strowman, Ricochet, still employed. Logan Paul, still employed. And Dominic Mysterio, still None of them deserved a world championship match. Why were they all in this match? I mean, to tell me y'all just hyped up this Royal Rumble just to fill out an entire 30-man card when this entire um, 30-man Royal Rumble should be full of legit guys in this Royal Rumble? Um, yeah. I, I didn't get that. I'm sure, I'm sure Josh agrees with me on the same uh, token as well. Oh, and there were champions in this match. Uh, Josh, I doubt right. you were happy about that. Um, uh, oh, no, he was not. <laughs> well, uh, assuming well, I, you guys still heard me. Yes. All yes, right. there were champions in this match, Chabo. Yes. <laughs> Both the Intercontinental Champion yep. in Volta <laughs> yep. and the United States Champion in uh, Austin Theory. And even in the Women's Rumble, which we'll get to. Oh, and of course the NXT Tag Team Champions, The New Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Still I don't know champions. why they're in the development system again. Still champions. I don't understand. Yes. Well, as far as I'm aware, yes. Um, but yeah, the Rumble was... Uh, look, I, 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 I would usually give it an instant zero. <laughs> because, because it's the Rumble. But um, <clears throat> I am thinking to be a bit generous this year because... I was watching this from the start to end, and I thought, you know what, this is actually quite decent if I don't look at the um, rules, at my perception of how it should be. Yeah. You know, um, if I ignore the way that I would book it myself, I think this was a decent rumble, which is a very rare thing for me to say about a royal rumble. (laughs) But, um, yeah, because... the past few years have have been absolutely terrible in terms of rumble quality but this year i thought was i don't know may, maybe a five out of ten okay something something along something along the, that rating um a decent rating 
Um, you know, they. I did have an issue with the commentary team, especially I think Corey Graves, because he kept telling me what the what the rules were. Oh, <laughs> like, shoving it in your face. Yeah. Yeah, like all night, even even in the women's rumble, they kept going on about the rules. Uh, no, they have not been eliminated. They did they did not go over the top rope. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I get it. I get it. Just shut up now. I get it. Sounds like Vince, bro. It's your version of the logic of the match. I get it. I I will follow it along. Whatever. It's decent. Corey Graves. Corey Graves sounded like Vince. They didn't go over uh, the top rope. Well, this match would have been a lot worse if Vince was actually there. Uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah um, as far as Triple H's first attempt at a rumble goes, I thought it was decent. It it did its job. Um, and also, I thought everyone... Um, oh, how do I say this? Uh... Everyone had a thing to do that made sense for them to do. Mm. Um, it, 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 it never came across as, oh, this is just happening just for the sake of filling in time. You know, like this guy over, over here is just laying down just to fill in time. Yeah. Or they're just pushing each other or trying to stop each other from eliminations. Which did happen, by the way, a, a few times. But it didn't come across as that. Like it has done several times in the past rumbles, for God's sake. Like everyone felt like they were in place, and they knew what to do. Like the eliminations kind of made sense when they happened. You know, it. it and also, this was a very st- storyline-based rumble. Uh, like all all the feuds that were going into it, they were they were ongoing here. Um, New feuds have been made here, um, and also Volta. He he apparently broke the record for like one yeah. hour and ten minutes or something. Yeah. So yeah, um, he's definitely going to get pushed this year, yeah. definitely, he which is very to. nice to see. Yes, he 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 entered at number one, and he was in there with Cody Rhodes at, at the end, uh, who. who Okay, now I think my biggest issue with this, outside of the rules of the match, obviously, but I think um, my biggest issue was Cody Rhodes coming out at number thirty. I was like, oh, come on, don't be that predictable. Why, t- why couldn't you come out sooner? Like, like I, I was just, I was just waiting and expecting him to come out last throughout throughout this rumble, and then he did. I was like, oh well, here's your obvious winner then. Yeah. Like, come on, like make it less predictable. And also, I th- I thought some of the order of the entrance were a bit off, yeah. but um, even though I yes, even though I thought the order could have been replaced, um, I did still feel like everybody did their job and everybody did what they had to do in this match in the right way. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised at how fast Brock Lesnar got eliminated. Because I because I thought when he came out at, at uh, I think number, number 12, twelve yes yes I thought okay he's okay he's gonna be in there until like the final four he he's gonna dominate he he's, and then Bobby Lashley is going to eliminate him 
Um, and then Bobby will be in the final three. But but no, no. Brock was in there for like, what, three minutes or something? And then he pushed the referees up, um, in anger. Yeah. And then he like um, almost broke the announce table. I'm like, <laughs> okay, what the hell's going on here? I like it. Why Why do I like this? What What is going on? <laughs> but yeah, um, I do believe that this is um, building up to another Bob Belasley and a Lesnar match at, at WrestleMania. Mm. Which I'm like hoping... Gonna be... Sorry, Ben. Um, which I'm hoping Lashley wins definitively and puts an end to this feud. So... I think it's happening yeah. at the Elimination Chamber, bro. I don't think they're going to do it at WrestleMania. I doubt if they do it at WrestleMania. It's way too hot right now to be doing it at WrestleMania. Now, I agree with Josh's points. I also think Cody should have been number three in this Royal Rumble instead of the goddamn Miz. Because, number one, Cody looked like Super Cena when he came out. Yeah. He looked like John Cena, bro. I don't know yeah. what was... I don't know what was this. Like, we... Like, Cody Rhodes got more vignettes instead of him being a legit surprise yeah like cody says cody should have said i'm 100 percent and i'm ready to go ready to wrestle again he never he, he he should have never said royal rumble he should have never done these vignettes i think cody should have been number three brock should have been at number 12 i think bobby lashley should have been number six i don't know why was he number 13 in this match he should have been number six have him go all the way and all that other stuff we need legit guys in the final of the royal rumble we do not need dominic mysterio ricochet logan fucking paul and fucking austin theory in the final eight of the rumble it's yes stupid. well i think the i think the main reason that they were in that position at, at the end there ben is because I think this was Triple H showing the audience, like, these are the future. Dominic is the future. Austin Theory is the future. But again, why were they in the final eight? They didn't deserve that spot. Have they won matches? Did they win qualifying matches? No. Have they won Elimination Chamber qualifying matches? No. Why Why were they in the final eight of the Royal Rumble? I have no idea. Um, to fill out a fucking 30-man card where it should have been legitimate fucking guys? Bobby Lashley well, should have been in the final eight of the Royal Rumble. He wasn't. And if you want this to be completely legitimate uh, with actual contenders who could win and go on to become the champion, which I agree with you, by the way, on that sentiment, then this Rumble would have been reduced to, like, ten entrants at most. <laughs> yeah. Good so, point. ladies and gentlemen... We are now about to start the men's Royal Rumble, the 10-man Royal Rumble, because that's all what, that we can afford. Like, just... <laughs> yeah, they usually fill in, uh, like, tag teams in this. Yeah. They usually fill in yeah. pointless mid-card wrestlers yeah. who, are ne who are never going to win. Yeah, okay, but, you know, all, it's, the, it's, it's the way they do things, so I... So, you know. What Which is stupid. It is what it Which is. Stupid, by the way. Like, like, like both... in this battle run. I, I, I don't think, he, I don't think he was in this rumble. He wasn't even in this at all. Where no. was Shinsuke Nakamura? Where was Butch? Where was um? You mean um, Pete Dunne? Any? Yeah. 
anybody. Mm-hmm. You can name anybody from SmackDown. Where, where were they in this battle royal? Nowhere to be found. I don't know. Uh, you, know, I don't know. you know who I was hoping would be in this rumble? Randy Orton. Maybe make a surprise return, but... Um, yeah, he didn't come. Uh, hopefully, he comes maybe at SummerSlam or <clears throat> somewhere down the line. If he's not back by SummerSlam, I'll be damned. Well, I'll just say this: um, I did make a, a a prediction of sorts about Randy Orton in in one of the old episodes of this uh, podcast um, that I don't think he would make his return here. I, I legit thought that he wouldn't make his return until after WrestleMania at the earliest, and that seems to, and that seems to be the the case here. So, you know, um, because his his injury did seem to be very serious at the time. So, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's the men's rumble. And on to something a bit less desirable. And more deniable, uh, the Mountain Dew pitch, Mountain Dew pitch, black, bitch black match. L.A. Knight versus Bray Wyatt. Oh, rating. <laughs> yeah, oh, rating. Yeah. That's enough. That's yeah. enough. That's enough. Bray Wyatt won five minutes. No one cared. This yeah. sucked. Yeah. It wasn't even pitch black. It was literally a neon lights match. It's not worth going over this match. Um, yeah. Uh, then we get a WrestleMania vignette. Uh, it's going to be in Hollywood at the SoFi Stadium on the 1st and 2nd of April, which hopefully we will review. I don't know about me. It's going to be a lot to of notes to take down. It almost took me the whole week. Just to take notes for this, I don't know how I'm gonna do um, WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, uh, now for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Um, <clears throat> Bianca Belair throws some shoulder rams in the corner. She does a clothesline, arm drag, beats up Bliss in the corner. Bliss does a drop kick. Does a snap mare, does a bow and arrow stretch, double knees to Bianca's back, puts in a headlock, Belair escapes, Bliss does some kicks for a two count, does a headlock and taunts, Belair does a suplex, a drop kick, beats up Alexa Bliss in the corner, does a moon, two moonsaults for a two count bliss does a ddt for a near fall and then Belair hits the kod for the win wrestling six logic five i think this was the optimal time to have this go because you can't go 20 minutes with alexa bliss i'm sorry i'm just not a fan um what do you think ben or josh whichever you want to go first Okay, I'll talk about this. Um, I thought this match was okay. Um, was I interested in this match? Not really, but at the same time, it's better to have this match here rather than at the Elimination Chamber. Or at you know, WrestleMania. Right. And I feel like they did a serviceable job. It's not like it, the, the match was full of botches. It's not like it was the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, which actually um, I just watched recently, which was, by the way, 
horrible. Um, Which one? And yeah, it was terrible. Um, anyway, so the fact that um, I had this match here, I thought this was okay, and uh, that was it. All right. Um, yeah, and then uh, speaking of elimination chamber, um, there was a vignette for uh, elimination chamber, and it it's going to take place on the 18th of February in Montreal, Canada, which we will review. Um, me, Ben, Montreal, or probably Quebec, and Josh, if he wants to join us, we will review it. <laughs> it's uncertain. Um, so yeah, uh, the Judgment Day has a vignette. They're the best thing on Raw. And now we have the fourth match on this card, which is the Women's Royal Rumble match. Rhea Ripley comes in at number one, and followed by Liv Morgan at number two. They start um, the match. Rhea dominates Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan tries to retaliate. Dana Brooke, who's still employed, comes in at number three. <laughs> Same spot that Miz came in. <laughs> and then um, Dana Brooke, still employed. Yeah. Dana does the super get her off TV. On Liv. Go ahead. Uh, and then Emma comes in at number four. Uh, I've actually heard good things about her uh, on Impact. Um, um, and when she was in Impact, yeah, uh, yeah. it was uh, Tennille Dashwood in Impact. Yeah, Tennille Dashwood. Um, I like Tennille Dashwood better than Emma. Oh. Get rid of the Emma name. I hate it. It sucks. Okay. Oh, what about Emmalina? Emmalina or Emmalina? Oh, that's too. I think it was Emmalina. No. It was Emmalina. Nothing Emma anymore. Um, change her to something Dashwood. Okay, that would have been. That would be fine. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, some people got their names back, um, which is great. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, Emma does a neck breaker on Rhea Ripley on the apron. They replay that spot. The ladies ganged up on Rhea Ripley. Then Shayna Baszler came in at number five. Did a gut wrench slam on Emma. Tried to eliminate Rhea Ripley. Then Bailey came in at number six, and uh, I think she was one of the MVPs of this match. Uh, one of the favorites to win this match. Uh, Liv hit Oblivion on Bailey. Bailey retaliated. Uh, B Fab came in at number seven uh, from Hit Row. He went. B-Fab. She went off on everybody. Fab of this row. <laughs> this row. Oh yo. Yes. He uh, said, "You know, hit in the entrance." No, honey, it's Miss Row. Y'all been jobbers for the last four months. Get off my television. Oh, expeditiously. Damn. Oh, yeah. The, who's the big one again? What's his name? Top Dollar tried to do a dive on SmackDown. He fell on his top ass. Jobber? Yeah, Top Jobber. Um, <coughs> uh, B-Fab goes off on everybody. Then uh, she elimin- Im- she immediately gets eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Um <laughs> Rhea Ripley got busted open. Uh, she had blood on her cheek. 
and one of the commentators thought it was lipstick. Uh, maybe one of the people kissed her. Uh, NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez came out at number eight, which I don't think Josh appreciated. Um, he she did a hurricane runner. They replayed that spot. The ladies tried to eliminate Bailey, and then Dakota Kai of da- who's a tag team champion came out at number nine. I think I meant to say um, came to Bailey's aid. Yeah, I said number nine. Um, oh, sorry. She comes to Bailey's aid, and then <laughs> Liv Morgan slapped Bailey on her ass, and I'm like, "What?" And anyways, and then uh, EO Sky came in at number ten, who's also a tag Damn team no champion. Um, she did a missile drop kick on Dana Brooke, and Liv Morgan did a drop kick on Shayna. And then uh, Damage Control eliminated Dana Brooke. Um, Dakota Kai eliminated Emma. Damage Control eliminated Perez. Natalia came in at number 11. Uh, she a did a <laughs> crickets. Uh, there's some other people who also got crickets. Um, uh, sh- she's hungry for Shayna Baszler. Because uh, she um, put her out for a couple months. Uh, but then Shayna Baszler got Natalia first. Um, Liv and Shayna tried to eliminate Natalia. Then Candice LeRae came in at number 12. <coughs> Natalia and Shayna Baszler slug it out. Damage control eliminated both Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Zoe Stark from NXT came in at number 3. She cleared the ring, did an ass drop on Rhea Ripley. Zia Lee came in at number 14. She cleared the ring. <laughs> Lorray did a double yeah. neck, bla- neck breaker on EO Sky and Dakota Kai. Um, EO Sky eliminated Lorray. Then Becky Lynch came in at number 15. She went straight for Bailey. They both left the ring, which I don't think Josh <laughs> will appreciate either, because Randy Orton and Randy Orton and Edge did the same thing <laughs> two years ago, <laughs> and that drove him crazy. Uh, uh, and then um, Damage Control beats up Becky Lynch on the outside. And then Tegan Knox has a full name back. She came in at number 16, followed by Oscar at number 17, who's back with the short pink and blue hair. The people popped for that, and they changed the theme song. And I'm like, why? They didn't. They changed the theme. Yes, they, they did. They didn't change it. It was a they whole... They remixed it. No, but it's a junk remix. Um... That she sl- Oscar slugged it out with Bailey. Uh, Tegan Knox botched a kick to Oscar. Oscar eliminated Tegan Knox. Piper Niven came out at number eighteen, and they also gave her name back. Um, and she was dewdrop. Now they finally gave a name back. Now we have hope for other wrestlers that they'll get their names back. No um, way. Big fan of Piper Niven. 
over here, me. Yeah. She's pretty Just good. didn't like her name at first, but now she's Piper Niven. I've always been a fan of her. Uh-huh. Needs to be pushed. Yeah. Uh, she did a splash on Liv Morgan and Bailey, And then Tamina, who's still employed, came in at number 19. She eyeballed <laughs> Piper Niven. Um, damage control gagged up on Tamina. <laughs> Becky Lynch re-entered the ring, who's still not eliminated. And then Chelsea Green came in at number 20. Uh, <laughs> I think Ben, he's too agitated for him to shut up. You want to say something? Chelsea Green lasted six seconds in this Royal Rumble. That's all you need to know. 21, Selena Vega. <laughs> Got eliminated in five minutes. No one cared. Rodriguez, number 22. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to take over this part of the match. And then Rhea Ripley elim immediately eliminated Chelsea Green. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Becky Lynch eliminated both Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Then Bailey eliminated Becky Lynch. And then Liv Morgan eliminated Bailey. Damage control and Bailey fought off. Um, Zelina Vega, who, uh, who Ben said came out, she's promoting Street Fighter VI, which is coming out in June. She gets crickets. Um, she eliminated Zia Lee. Raquel Rodriguez, who I actually enjoyed in this match, came out at number 22, followed by Mia Yim, number 23. She paid tribute to Jay Briscoe. She wore a um, thing on the arm that said Jay. <coughs> and then Lacey Evans, who's still employed, but actually who I will say wasn't that bad in this match. Michelle McCool, who was in the crowd, came in at number 25. Eliminated Tamina, good riddance. Get off my TV, get off my pay-per-view. Um, then Indy Hartwell came in at number 26, followed by Sonya Deville, who eliminated Zoe Stark. And then she said, go back to NXT, honey. Lacey Evans eliminated Selena Vega. And then there I said, Lacey Evans actually isn't that bad tonight. Shotzi Blackheart, who's still called Shotzi, Came in at number 28. Then uh, Sonya Deville eliminated Indy Hartwell. Um, Nikki Cross came rushing to the ring at number 29. Followed by Nia Jax. Who's uh, the exception to Rels... Oh, my bad. The uh, other co-host. No fat shaming rule. She's this exception to that. Uh, Josh, uh, you weren't here, but the other co-host is still trying to get back on. And he said <coughs> that he's no longer fat shaming people except Nia Jax, which is still fat shaming. You have anything to say about that?
<laughs> Alright then. Everybody gangs up Wait, on Nia Jax. She blew them all away. Damn it. Just go to next page. She slugs it out with Raquel Rodriguez. Rhea Ripley hits Riptide on Nia Jax. She ordered everybody to eliminate Nia Jax and they succeed. Raquel Rodriguez eliminated Lacey Evans. Oscar and Sonia Deville fought on the apron. Oscar eliminated Sonia. Rhea Ripley eliminated Michelle McCool. Mia Yim eliminated Shotzi. Piper Niven eliminated Mia Yim. She and Raquel faced off. Piper Niven did a nice back suplex. She did a cannonball. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez eliminated Piper Niven. Raquel almost eliminated Rhea Ripley. <coughs> then Rhea Ripley eliminated her best friend Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, Liv Morgan eliminates Nikki Cross. And then Liv Morgan, Oscar, and Rhea Ripley are the final three. Rhea Ripley almost eliminated Liv Morgan. Uh, then the final three fought on the apron. Oscar spit the blue mist at Liv Morgan. Rhea Ripley eliminated Oscar. Liv Morgan almost eliminates Rhea Ripley. Then Rhea Ripley hit a hurricane run on Liv to win the Royal Rumble and earn her ticket to WrestleMania. Um, Wrestling 9, Logic 7. What did you guys think of this match? Well, to start with, um, Rhea Ripley was the correct winner, so they picked out the winner correctly here, so that's a good decision there on the uh, booking there by Triple H or whoever booked this match. Um, but as for the actual rest of the match itself, well... It's a rumble, so it is what it is. I mean, uh, yes, um, it was decent. Um, yeah, that, I, I don't, I don't really have much to much to say, really. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, um, Zelina Vega uh, and the Street Fighter reference I thought was nice. Uh, I, I, I. I I did. I did smile at that. I thought, oh, ah, okay. I I thought, ah, good for you, good good for you. Um, so yeah, apparently she's going to be a commentator in in that game. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's cool too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there are other. Oh yeah. Um. Sorry. Um. Ray Ripley, just for spoilers on uh, Raw here, yeah. uh, the following two days. She has now challenged Charlotte Flair um, to the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania 39. Um, mm -hmm. All I'm saying now, she has to win, otherwise uh, what's the point? Yeah. If, yeah. if Ray Ripley is booked to lose again to Charlotte Flair for the second time at WrestleMania when she never should have lost the first time, then what's the point of her winning this Rumble? What What is the point? 
Yeah. So, I wouldn't have a clue. So even though they have booked the correct winner here for this rumble, they need to follow it follow it follow it up with her winning at at WrestleMania and getting her revenge victory against Charlotte Flair. Now, why did why didn't she challenge Bianca Belair when I thought she would? Because the storyline is there, with them having grown up through NXT together, and then they were, uh, you know, um, having hints of it um, over the past few months. So why did it all, all of a sudden go with Charlotte Flair? Who knows? But apparently, that's the bigger match that that they want her to be in. So. As long as she wins and as, and as long as she beats Charlotte Flair, then I am happy. Okay. <clears throat> I also think Rhea Ripley was the right winner. I have no complaints about this Royal Rumble. I thought this Royal Rumble was actually pretty solid. Um, was it boring sometimes? Yes. I will admit that. It was a couple uh, couple boo-boos here and here. But yeah. uh, other than that, I didn't think, like, um, was it a good War- Women's Royal Rumble? I wouldn't say that, no, but hey, at the end of the day, they did their thing. Um, everybody got a... You know, people got some pretty good spots in this Royal Rumble, actually. No, let me let me find out. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez was number 22. She got, she got a really good spot in this Rumble. And um, Zoe Stark was 13. She lasted all the way to the top, what, the final nine? She did relatively nice. You know, not, people, not a lot of people talking about Zoe Stark, so I mean... Yeah, y'all gotta look out for Zoe Stark. She needs to be called up, bro. That's all I need to know. Put her on SmackDown. Um, another thing, too. On Raw, and I quote Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, who's a heel, by the way. Rhea Ripley said, and I quote, word for word, on Monday Night Raw. Raw after Rumble, she says, Charlotte Flair is the main woman on top of this company. <laughs> Oh, she's not exactly wrong. <laughs> no, she's not, but the fact that the company even thinks that way when the fans should not, uh, it, it, it made me laugh. It pisses me off. <laughs> it still does. But, yeah, right winner one, I gave this rating, I gave this match a eight. Uh, Logic, I gave this a six. Uh, I thought this was a good women's world, little women's world rumble. Uh, and, yeah, what was that? By she way, won from number one as well, so. Yeah. Always yes. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad she won. <clears throat> she lasted an hour, one minute and thirty seconds. Yes, which is that's the record good. for the uh, women's for the women's uh, side of it. Mm. Um, she deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And now. In the main event for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. They did a history package, which is good as always. I know, elaborated everything, um, even the tribal court, which um, you you guys hated. Um, um, oh, whoa, whoa. We did. Josh, Josh, Josh picked out certain things that he hated. He didn't necessarily hate the segment. I liked the this, segment. I just didn't appreciate the way that it, that it, that it was being done. 
So like, it was um, called a court segment, right? So why was it placed like a flipping contract signing? Like, why didn't they put in the effort to actually have it come across as an actual court-like in- environment and setup? Like, I, just, oh. I mean, I would have been fine if they if they had a podium in the middle of the ring and then have you know two tables on the side. That would have been better. Yeah, yeah, that that would be something. But no. They've got to put a table in the ring like it's a contract signing. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. But the worst thing of all is that... <sighs> and look, everyone look, everyone keeps saying, oh, they're going to do Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against the Usos at WrestleMania for the Tag Team Championships. Mm. Sami Zayn is already the Raw Tag Team Champion with Jey Uso. How can they possibly... Get to that side of the match without like vacating that, or, 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 or I, I, I just don't understand. Like, why does everybody want that tag team match at WrestleMania when the story is of Jay um, seeing Sami Zayn's uh, resistance against Roman, which he tried to do himself um, in late 2020 because Jay never wanted to join Roman's bad side. It was because of Jimmy Uso that Jay eventually joined. Um, so Jay now sees uh, Sammy as someone who will uh, rise up to, um, you know, uh, like in Star Wars, I, I think, like Luke Skywalker t- taking down Palpatine, right? Um, or Darth Vader, um, wh- whoever the main character is. Um, Jay Uso is well. Well, based on this and what they should do now, um, Jay Uso will, should, should now align with Sami Zayn in trying to take down Roman Reigns, um, and then Jay Uso will be caught in the middle, thinking, "Oh, sh- should I join my brother or should I stick with um, Roman Reigns? Like, what am I supposed to do in all of this?" Like, you know, uh, that that is the conflict there. Uh, it's the bloodline family conflict. It's a it, it's a family storyline, right? So you have family drama and conflict. Like where where does it go from here? But Sami Zayn and um, Jey Uso are now the World Tag Team Champions. So everybody's saying, oh yeah, but Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can, you know, take the titles off them. Well, look, look, Sami Zayn is already half the the champion with Jey Uso. Like, you, you can't just... And, and also, based on what happened at the end of this match, Jey Uso is obviously not in favour with Roman Reigns because Jey Uso obviously agrees with uh, Sami's um, turnaround to go against Roman Reigns for, um, for many reasons. Because Jey Uso has never wanted to follow Roman Reigns in the way that Roman Reigns has been over the past two years. Jey Uso was basically forced to follow his demands because otherwise... Yeah. So Jay is wanting to revolt here, like Sami Zayn is. So I'm hoping that that's the way it goes. Um, And it could possibly lead to Jey Uso having a singles run for if they don't want to um, continue the Usos as a tag team anymore, which would be a shame. But if that's the way they want to go, then you know it is what it is. But if I see them book 
the Usos against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because all of a sudden now, in the next two weeks, Jey Uso has decided, you know what, forget all the storyline progression we've done over the past two years, and I'm just going to go back with, with Roman Reigns like nothing ever happened. And then they book the tag team match at WrestleMania somehow, even though Jey Uso is already the, the, the World Tag Team Champions with Sami Zayn, which wouldn't make any sense. Because, uh, look, if, look if, if they book that tag team match, like, all of this is, is, is just garbage. <laughs> like, like th- they have to go a, a new direction. Like, every, look, to me, I think Sami Zayn is the one who should beat Roman Reigns to become the new Universal Champion. But obviously, that's not going to happen now because of Cody Rhodes. Otherwise, it's going to be another triple threat. And, and I don't want another fucking triple threat. You know, I just want it to be a, a, a singles match. And also, I don't want Roman Reigns to wrestle twice on night one and night two against two different opponents. Uh, it, it, it just, no. Y- yes, Ben? Oh, I want to point something, I want to point something out as well. Yes. I feel like, I feel like where they're going with this, I know, like, Sami Zayn substituted for Jimmy Uso on Ross 30. I know that and everything like that. Josh has re- relatively good points. He's not wrong in his assessment. Here's what I think should happen at WrestleMania. Cody versus Sami Zayn night one. Winner faces Roman night two. Now, if that doesn't work, look, that's fine. Okay, some people may disagree with me. That's fine. But on the same token, both hate Roman Reigns. Get that out the way. That way, eliminate one or the other. Who would win? win who would win that match between cody and uh sammy because because both need to win a coin a coin (laughs) (laughs) hey either way i'm sure many people don't want cody to win against roman so well if it was up to me cody wouldn't even be in this position right now uh, like i would give it to him at SummerSlam or sometime around then you know yeah. Especially not like, WrestleMania fucking backlash, which is coming back by the way. Jesus fuck. Is it? Yes, they had a vignette for it before the main event. Fuck out of here. WrestleMania backlash. Whoever the fuck came up with that idea, you need to be fired on the spot. You need to be gone. Yeah, the first one. The first one wasn't great. Like literally. First one was fine. It had well, the like first one was fine, but then five, again, why? why was it a pay per view anyway? Had like five triple threat matches: Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair, um, Bobby Lashley, uh, Braun Strowman, and someone else. Triple Drew threat: Drew McIntyre. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Or maybe not five or just two, but why? Why so many triple threat matches? I didn't like that. Uh, that really soured my um, view of that show. But anyway, yeah, we'll cross that WrestleMania backlash bridge when we get. Did we review WrestleMania backlash last year? I don't think we did. Did we? Yeah, y'all did. Oh, oh yeah, I think we did. Was that when you yeah, came you out? Yeah, you and Josh did. I don't huh? remember. 
think you and Josh did WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, it's such Dang. a forgettable pay-per-view that I forgot exactly. I even did it. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get on to the meat of the matter. Kevin Owens comes out, followed by Roman Reigns. He comes out with the bloodline. Uh, Sammy Uso. Everybody is chanting that in the crowd. They lock up. Roman Reigns does a shoulder tackle. Does They lock up again. Roman Reigns does another shoulder tackle and then another lock up. Um, Kevin Owens does a high elbow and the senton does a cannonball. They fight on the outside back in the ring. Roman Reigns does a rock bottom. Does a drive by for a two count. Headlock uppercut. Kevin Owens chopped to no effect. Um, right hand Roman Reigns with a big boot. Kevin Owens with a clothesline. Roman Reigns with a high kick. Um, Kevin Owens throws Roman Reigns out of the ring. Royal Rumble style. Um, he does a splash on the outside. They get back in the ring. Another splash for a near fall. They replayed that spot. Roman Reigns did a sit-out powerbomb for a two-count. They replayed that spot. Roman Reigns did a We The Ones pose. Um, did a Superman punch for a near fall. They replayed that spot. He missed a spear. Kevin Owens did a super kick and a swanton for a near fall. Replayed that spot. Um, Kevin Owens botched a starship pain. Um... And then Roman Reigns hit a spear for a two count after Kevin Owens missed a moonsault. Kevin Owens tried to hit a stunner, but then Roman Reigns pushed him into the referee. Then we have a referee bump. Um, uh, no referee. Uh, Kevin Owens does a pop-up powerbomb, but no referee to count. Roman Reigns orders Sami Zayn to get a chair, but... He hesitates. Kevin Owens hits a stunner for a near fall. Try to hit the pop-up, but... I think, Ben, you can take over now. Okay, uh, Roman actually countered. I think Roman actually countered that, and then... And then it actually leads to the finish of the match. Um, so, Kevin Owens was going for another stunner. That Roman counters again, and he hits another spear, and that's one, two, three. Yeah. I'm like, okay. This was a good main event, though. Not like it sucked. It was. It was a good main event. The whole thing after. Oh my gosh. Um, Jey Uso was finna give um. Sami Zayn a necklace of roses uh, but then Roman Reigns stops him the Usos beat up Kevin Owens uh, by the way uh, Roman Reigns mentioned a test a final test to see whether he's really part of the bloodline this is the test will Sami Zayn succeed or fail uh, and I 
We've spoiled it already. He's clearly failed the test. Uh, Solar Sokoa gives Kevin Owens a hip attack with the chair wrapped around his head. Kevin Owens is handcuffed to the rope. Gets a super kick party from the Usos. Roman Reigns was fixing to smash KO with a chair. Um, uh, but then Sami Zayn stopped him. Roman Reigns ordered uh, Sami Zayn to hit Kevin Owens with the chair. Sami Zayn is very hesitant. Then he turns the chair on Roman Reigns. Jimmy Oso super kicks and beats up Sami Zayn. Solo has his turn to beat up Sami Zayn. Jey Uso walks out because uh, he's in solidarity with Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns explodes on Sami Zayn. And then Bloodline leaves um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owen for dead. And then the Royal Rumble goes off the air. I gave wrestling for this match six and a half and logic a seven. What did you guys think of this match? Uh, I thought this was a good match. Uh, they went, they went, uh, they, they had a good amount of time and everything. And um, I think Kevin Owens also looked really good in this match as well. And um, all the shit that we give, uh, like some people hate Kevin Owens for some reason. I don't understand that logic because Kevin Owens is actually a legit guy. He can actually go in the ring. The funny thing is, it's not like he, it's not like he's terrible. I mean, he has he has charisma. He has a whole gimmick, and you know Kevin Owens deserves a spot like this. He's been winning matches on Monday Night Raw. He's been causing havoc on SmackDown. He should win. He should fight. You know, people like Roman Reigns. And then the uh, the ending segment, which I thought was really good. It was really well done, and it made and everything made sense. They used to walking out. Sammy hitting Roman. I expected Sammy to hit Roman actually because I thought. Like, like Sami Zayn was going to hit Roman anyway. I knew where this was going way before everything, before the tribal court segment, before the entire Sami Uso thing. I knew where this was going. And the fact that Sami Zayn actually had the courage to do that stands out to me. I think Sami Zayn will definitely get a big time push. He may not win the world championship right now, which I will not be mad about. I think Sami Zayn is a is a elite caliber wrestler. Honestly. I think he's legit one of the biggest baby faces in this entire company right now. It's not even funny. Sami Zayn has been pushed more times all year than anybody I have ever seen. And it's not even funny. This one line Usi has made him the biggest baby face in this company. And that is not a st- and that's not a an opinion. That's not a deposition. That is a true one hundred percent statement. It is fact. And anyone who disagrees with that fact, well, you're not watching wrestling. You're not you're not understanding the logic of wrestling. I think this was well done. I think this was good. I gave this wrestling seven and a half, maybe an eight for the end segment alone, and then probably logic. I'll give it a seven, maybe. But other than that. Main event. It had a good ending segment, and I thought it was cool. And I think that Sami Zayn down the line, maybe not now. People maybe people may not want Sami to win right now. 
which is fine. I won't be mad at you. I, I, I mean, I, to be honest, I'll probably have Sami Zayn win the championship somewhere around SummerSlam. Maybe. Or something like that. But other than that, hey, this is what it is. This was good. Mm-hmm. Josh, do you have any thoughts on this match? Yes. Uh, um... This segment, not the match, but this segment after the match, was pure cinema. This was as close to a five-star segment as they could possibly get. This was in incredible, absolutely incredible. Now, where they go with this is very important because it dictates the uh, what do you call it the legacy i suppose of this segment this segment only works as brilliantly as it does for if it gets followed up now over the next few weeks and months in the way that it, that it should do <laughs> but yeah this segment was probably one of the greatest segments i've ever seen in the history of this company damn and that's and that's something i thought i would never say going into this page josh this is this is legitimately i approve of this being as close to a five-star segment as they could ever get this is legitimately one of the greatest segments in the history of this company from my personal viewpoint. Right. Yeah, and... And the funny thing it, about this uh, is wait, Josh let, has hated Roman Reigns' character yeah. for, like, a number of months. Yeah. It's not like his... For years. That's, that's high praise. Since years, day one. Actually, yeah, I, years, I'm telling you right now. Close since enough. day one. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Not since day not one. since day one. Uh, since the uh, shield broke up in June or July of 2014, that's oh. when I started to hate him. The moment Seth Rollins hit the chair to break up the shield is the same moment I started to not like him because of the way that he was booked from that moment onwards. Like mm-hmm. he was never involved in the feud. Dean Ambrose was the only one who gave a shit about the Shield breaking up. He, Dean Ambrose wanted revenge. Roman was busy doing other stuff with Randy Orton, and he never even really referenced the, the like what the fuck. And then he was forced because Vince wanted him to be the to be the main event. Like a few months later, he, he like just what just what come on. And now, oh. all these years later, and fi- mm-hmm. when in, uh, and then he turned heel no. and finally became the tribal chief. He oh. turned. <laughs> look, 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 look. Wait, Hang on. Don't, don't, don't say in front of Josh that Roman Reigns turned healed. No, don't do that. No, because he never did. We never saw the heel turn happen. When he came back at, uh, at SummerSlam in, t- t- in 2020, he was already a fucking heel. Wait, we never saw the heel turn happen. He left as a face because he was supposed to face Goldberg at, that, at uh, WrestleMania that, that year. Thankfully, that and didn't happen. 
But Braun, yes. Braun Strowman replaced him. Which was worse. Um, <laughs> look, before he came back... Why, why am I talking about this right now? Before he came back, he was a face who was going to, you know, face Goldberg, right? And then he left because of the um, virus at the time. And he wanted to stay home to, you know, keep himself safe, right? And then he and then he decided to come back for his own reasons. And then the first thing we see is him as a heel. I'm like, hold on, hold on a second. When when did he turn heel? You can't just come back and and be and be a heel without telling the story of how. Like, hang on a second. And then people were fucking telling me. Oh, well, just that was his heel turn. When he attacked Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt at the end of that match, that was his heel turn. I'm like, no! 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 Him, oh. aligning, him aligning himself with Paul Heyman turned him heel. No, Ben! He was already a heel before he... That's oh, what people my are God. Saying. That's not me. That's what people are saying. That's not me. I didn't think Roman turned heel anyway. I thought it was just like some bullshit. Anyway, uh, back to this year's Royal Rumble, for fuck's sake. So yeah, uh, this was like top five, if not probably the number one greatest segment in the history of this company, as far as I'm aware. Um, now, what happens after this is very important um, in terms of how I will remember this segment and how I will perceive this segment in the future. This is very important that they get this right. Oh, and by the way, I did check this. According to WWE themselves, the Usos are still both the Raw and Tag Team and SmackDown Tag Team Champions, even though Sami Zayn was the one who became the new Raw Tag Team Champion with Jey Uso about a, a, a week ago. So they haven't even acknowledged or recognized that Sami Zayn is now the Raw Tag Team Champion based on him replacing uh, Jimmy Uso because of Jimmy Uso's storyline injury. Mm. And then, what was it, about five, five or so days later, they did the angle at Royal Rumble where Sami Zayn leaves the bloodline. So why even fucking put him in the, in the position to become the World Tag Team Champion with Jey Uso to begin with? Like, why? Mm. Yeah. Anyway. And... <laughs> Before we go out about this um, match, uh, about this uh, segment, I wanted to say, you know, it, the way they beat up Kevin Owens was convincing. Like, awesome. he was literally getting slaughtered. And, and then Roman Reigns tried to make Sami Zayn hit Kevin Owens, and he couldn't do it. Because he's been friends with Kevin Owens for 20 years. And how... I can't turn my back on a friend of 20 years for a guy who I've only known for a couple or years, actually. But who I've been aligned with for a couple of months. Um, so, yeah, that... Uh, I think that's what I like most about it. It was 
for real. It was immersive. You you there you felt you can you I've, the emotion was there. Uh, I felt this segment. It wasn't just a thing that happened that they always do. This is what they should do. Or maybe what they shouldn't do. Because if they kept doing it, it'd be the same. And we'd all roll our eyes at. And especially on AEW, they love to do this after match brawls. And it's complete bullshit and it's meaningless. But here, this is that done right. So Tony Khan, take notes. Um, oh, Tony Khan as Josh likes to call him. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah, this was a good Royal Rumble. Um I gave overall Rasslin 8 and Logic 7. Would you guys quickly like to give your ratings? Uh, For the match, I'll give it a 7. For this segment, I'll give it a 9. Or possibly even a 10. (laughs) And Um, then for the show? uh, 6 in total. No, no, a five because because of the uh, mid card matches that never see. Yeah, and you, Ben? Okay. Well, I thought this match was good. Uh, gave I already gave my rating. I gave like a, a seven and a half for the match and a segment. I'll give it a nine. Uh, the entire show. Uh, give it a five and a half. Maybe five. Yeah. And a half. Yeah. A, f- a a five point five out of ten. Yeah. Yes, yes. Five and yes. a half. Yes, yes. Is this a good show? Absolutely not. But uh, I'll give it a five and a half, and uh, I'll give logic. I'll give it probably a fully a five. Uh, Actually, I'll give it a three. Uh, give it a okay. Three. <laughs> okay. I I will say that the two rumble matches and the main event. Are matches that I will happily go back and watch at any point in time. Um, most rumble matches I don't really have that feeling towards, but the, uh, but <laughs> these two I do. Um, so Triple H, I was very I was very worried that that he would um, get get this wrong, uh, and in a way he did because because of the rules, but. I, but I'm just going to disregard that because that's a very personal thing um, about it there. Um, and also that's just that's just the way that I see it. Most, pe- most people see it the way that they do it uh, and they agree with the way that they do it. Um, so I'm in the minority in terms of um, how the rules should be. But, you know, if I just ignore that, if I just ignore my own personal viewpoint about the about the rules, I thought that this was quite a good rumble for both the men's and the uh, women's, and then the main event itself was was good as well. So this was a decent rumble pay per view overall, and uh, I'm hoping that things can improve as uh, time goes along in in, in terms of that. Um, 
Yeah. However, I hope everything becomes better. Um, I do hope for the best, especially now, because now, you know, we had Elimination Chamber qualifying matches on Raw and all this other stuff, which... Yes, for the United States Championship, by the way. Yes, all of them for the U.S. title, which does not make sense. No, it doesn't, but... but, uh... And again, you know, this is WWE. We've expected worse from these people. We've expected worse. I mean, if any championship should be defended in the in, in the uh, chamber, either Roman should be defending it or Gunther. I mean, uh, Volter oh, should no. be defending the Intercontinental Championship. It actually makes more sense for Volter to to defend his Intercontinental Championship and want to prove that he's dominant and and he's worthy of of you know being champion uh, by by going through this. Um, illustrious el- el- elimination chamber than it does for Austin Theory, who's a coward, by the way, who's a right. coward US champion to go in. in it's, it's just, it's backwards. Like the, the other champion on the other brand should be having the elimination chamber, not Austin Theory. Well, like, I, will, I, will, I want to ask you this question, Josh Wolfens. Do you think Walter should defend the IC title against at the elimination chamber? Five guys. Would be in the match. Well, he's not in the chamber now, so I, I don't have to answer oh. to that. Yeah, I'm hypo- I'm asking a hypothetical question. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Any five uh, guys from SmackDown. I don't know. Uh, Sheamus, Drew yeah. McIntyre. Yeah. Um. Rich Holland. I'd put him in there. Put Rich I Holland. don't like. I I don't like Rich Holland. Oh. Um, <laughs> I from him. never have done. Um, I mean, he's the one who injured Biggie when he never, never should have done. Um, I'd, toast. Uh, I'd have him in there. I don't. I don't even know who's who's on this. Who, who's on SmackDown? Santos Escobar. There's Ricochet. There's um. There's a couple of other guys as well. The LA Knight is on there. Um, oh my God! I don't give yeah, a I know, shit about. I know. <laughs> Yeah, fact of life. Yeah, what a shit match you had, isn't it? Yes, mm. fact of life. LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt was shit as fuck. Fact of life. Yeah, already. Yep, we get. Oh, by the already. way, Bray Wyatt's <laughs> return has been a failure. Absolute failure. Bray Wyatt. Just, he should have just stayed home, for God's sake. And now he's apparently going to face Uncle Howdy at WrestleMania. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, man. Uncle Howdy, who <laughs> botched that elbow drop, by the way, off the top of the uh, stage and pad oh. thing. Oh, he oversold it. No, he overjumped uh, on the elbow. He didn't... No, he... he didn't, like, no, no, he... No, he missed. He, he, yeah, he didn't exactly. even land he on it. He's, yeah, he missed. <laughs> anyway, um, point is, this was a decent rumble. And uh, I will say this now to close this out. Um, well, actually, not. Chabal will close it out. But I'll say this now before I finish. My... Anyway, um, if they rush to have Sami Zayn against Roman Reigns at the, at the Elimination Chamber... I will be fucking pissed. They they oh, the be- they better not out. rush it. Reports are coming the out. Elimination Chamber is in 
Canada, where Sami Zayn is from. If they Matt rush Riot. to have this match, <laughs> if they rush to have this match in two weeks' time after that segment, and and this entire year of build-up to have it at a pay-per-view in the middle of the Rumble and WrestleMania, which shouldn't even be happening as a fucking pay-per-view, by the way, then uh, I, I will have no words. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, hey, thank you for having me on. Uh, this was uh, a decent time, especially after what happened last night or this yeah. morning with with the news that I was uh, given. Um, but yeah, um, yes. Yeah, so thanks for ha- having me on, and uh, I'll be back on soon, whenever that will be, to cover a review of whatever it's going to be a review yeah. of in the uh, in the maybe uh, picture. elimination chamber. If you'd like to no, do that. No, I don't think he's... I don't... Oh, I don't know. Hey, Josh, whenever you feel like it, hey, you can come back to WrestleMania whenever you feel like it, bro. As long as you're good, as long as you're healthy, and as long as you are okay mentally, and you can come back at any time you see fit. Oh, or it's yeah. always open. Yes. Always yeah. open. Oh, uh, my main message here is to not murder anyone. Yeah, don't, okay. don't kill people. Don't kill the messenger. That's Josh's words, not mine. Oh, but anyway, uh, for me, anyway, for me, um, I'm going to do more roundups, uh, you know, more roundups, maybe in Cabo, do the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, if Cabo is even available for that. Um, uh, I will, I will that, we, 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 we will do Elimination Chamber, don't worry. Okay, cool. Okay, cool, just saying. But yeah, more roundups. Um, I did not review Raw or Smack, I'm not reviewing Raw Smackdown this week because... Obviously, uh, it was after the Rumble, and we wanted to catch everybody up on the Rumble and then do Raw and then everything else. You know, we want to keep in sync with the uh, WWE schedule here. So it's only fair that we do that. But other than that, um, more roundups coming. Um, Mysteries of Life in April coming. Got a lot of big time stuff coming this season, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah. Hopefully, you all join. Yeah. And um, also, Certified bangers, um, Black History Month special with Ben and I, um, and uh, that will be out by the time you hear this. Hopefully, uh, if everything goes right, I don't know if that's for sale or not. Because if it was, I'd probably have one. Um, (laughs) But yeah, if um, it's not on sale, Josh will make it on sale. Hey, Josh has a very creative mind. Trust me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love you, Josh. (laughs) Anyway, everybody, this is the Royal Rumble Review. Yeah. um, I hope you guys enjoyed that review. Uh, We'll be back for Elimination Chamber. Until then, you can go and uh, watch um, Ben's Roundup coming next week. And a few in the weeks after, um, we will have those out and certified bangers and mysteries of life in April. Um, But until Elimination Chamber, this is Chabonator, Josh Jenkins, and Ben Charles signing out. Don't murder anyone.